Hello, I'm Felicia Vereen, always known as Fee. Hey Fee, and I'm your girl Sharita Three, better known as Red. And, and we, we are Inspire Her, the Total Woman Podcast. A new podcast all about uplifting you. Yes. Because friends face it, you are awesome. We'll be chatting up about topics we love to talk about. All the things we as women must juggle every day and the ish we complain about. But who's, who's listening? listening? Girl, we'll chat about the struggle, the job, and about him. Mm. You know who we talking about. Girl. That boo, husband, boyfriend, ex, whatever you calling them today. Mm. Our lovely hellions. <clears throat> I mean kids. Our angels. But seriously, friends, life happens, and we don't always get a chance to talk about it. We take it on the chin, and we keep it moving. Because that's what we were told to do. Yep. But here on Inspire Her, the Total Woman podcast with Red and Fee, we are the friends you love to hang out with. We are here to inspire her, the Total Woman. Yes. Hey, hey, it's Felicia, always known as Fee, and many times known as Coach Fee and author of Rock Your Money. My number one goal is to help you become financially fit. Red is on vacation and I am taking over. It's time to help you rock your credit. We are going to debunk some credit myths. I got about five and then I got three extra tips to give you to increase your credit. And even if you do have a pretty good credit score, these are also some things that you could work on even with a, a good credit score. These are things that I do, you know, my credit score is pretty good, but these are things that I continue to do all the time. So the first one is to simply check your credit score. Guys, you wouldn't believe how many people don't check their credit score in your report. And people don't know that those are two separate things. You can get your credit score. You can get your credit report if you go out on annualcreditreport.com. That's one of the most important things to know what is on your credit. Because you may think that, oh, I have, you know, I have good credit. Last time I checked, it was okay. And then not knowing that somebody got a hold of your credit card or some kind of way was able to make fraudulent payments with your bank account or something like that. And now your credit is not where it used to be. So one of the most important things that you need to do first is to print your actual credit report. Most important thing. You can get a free one. I believe it's once a year on annualreport.com. Annualcreditreport.com. The second thing is to simply pay your bills on time. A lot of times we think that it's okay. I'm only going to be a day or two days late. Well, guess what, guys? You have 30 days to pay your bill. And if you are past that 30 days, they're going to put a late payment on your credit report. And you could have made that payment three days past the time frame that they give you to pay it, which is 30 days. And they're going to give you that late payment. And a lot of times people don't know this, but you can call and talk to, let's say it's your credit company. You can call and talk to that credit card company and let them know what happened and ask them to remove it. And sometimes they will, but people don't know that and they don't like to call and go through the hassle of asking, but you can do that. You can go to annualcreditreport.com, download your credit report and see what's on there. You may be surprised. There may be something on there that could potentially be derogatory and you need to pay it some attention. We need to be responsible. I understand if you come up on a hardship. And a lot of times, guys, if you have a hardship, you can call your credit card company and they'll work with you. Or you can call your loan people or your mortgage and, and, and they'll work with you. Now, they're not, not going to give you 
just unlimited time not to pay your bills, but they may give you some type of extension to where you may have a couple more days to be able to pay your bills. So pay those bills on time. The third one is to pay down your debt. Pay down your debt. Don't just pay the minimum. A lot of people pay the minimum fee, and if that's all that you can pay, then by all means pay that until you can pay more. But if you can afford to pay more, then pay more than the minimum because you'll be paying on that forever. You can have a $200 credit card and be paying $15 a month. You're going to pay more interest than paying a little bit more and getting it paid off. So pay down that debt. Keep your balances low. If you can, paying down the debt will help keep your balances low. But there's a couple other things that I'm going to give you that will also help you. You may not know what a utilization score is, but your utilization percentage is how much of your credit you're using. You have a couple credit cards. That's 100 percent utilization. You have eight thousand dollars. I'm just making this up. If you have credit cards totaling eight thousand dollars. And let's say you have a balance of $4,000 total on all of your credit cards. You're using up 50% of your utilization. So there's a couple of things that you can do to help out with that. Pay down your debt, which will bring down your percentage of utilization, which directly affects your credit score. Guys, revolving credit, which is credit cards, directly affect your credit score. That's the quickest thing to drop your credit score is to have late payments and have larger than, I say, 23%, up to 30%. But 23% is that magic number for me. If your credit card utilization is over 23%, you need to start trying to get it down. So the other thing that you can do to get your utilization and balances down is to, and this is this is something that a lot of people don't know as well, is let's just say, for instance, you have a credit card with Citibank. You can ask them for a credit limit increase. And what that'll do is that'll give you more money. That's not for you to go and spend more money, but that'll raise your, let's just say you got a credit increase of $1,000. You have $4,000 in, in debt on your credit cards, and your credit limit is now up to $9,000 total. So that will probably lower your utilization in your 30% range. So that's a good thing. If you can increase your credit limit, that's one way that you you can bring your utilization score down, guys. But it's really tricky because you have that extra money out there. You may be tempted to spend it but it's only to help you because really credit scores and credit reports, it's all calculations, guys. It's all calculations and it's all, well, how, how do you say it? I'm, I'm losing my words right now, but it's, it's really all calculations and it's how you look at your report and how you're spending. If your utilization is low, then your credit score, lower your credit score will increase. And pay attention to this. Don't believe anything um, that I'm telling you, you can, Check it yourself. So look at your credit report and look at how much you have, how many credit cards you have. Credit cards are called revolving, revolving debt. So it's it's um you have installment and you have revolving. Installment is your um, car loans and your personal loans. Revolving is all of your credit cards. 
So you can look at all of your credit cards and see how much you have as far as your credit limit. Like I said, if it's $8,000, and if you owe $4,000, you know that's 50%. So you can look at that and, and figure out what your percentage is. And if it's, like I said, some people say 30%. My magic number is 23%. I try not to go over 23%. I don't know why I like that number, but it's it's 23%. It works for me. So 20, 20 to 23% is good for me. 30%, you'll still be okay, but the lower, the better. So number five is don't close out your old accounts. A lot of people think, hey, I done paid this bill off. I'm going to close this account. Well, when you close those accounts, remember I said that you have your credit limit on your credit cards is $8,000 and you spent $4,000 of your debt. So let's say you pay off $1,000 of that and you close out that account. Well, now your credit limit is down to $7,000. So now you have $3,000 in debt and you have $7,000 on your limit. So your utilization is still pretty high. Well, if you would have paid off that $1,000 and still left that credit card open, your utilization percentage would be lower because now you have $3,000 in debt, but you still have an additional, well, you have $8,000 that you, let me say that again. You have $3,000 in debt. You paid off 1000 your credit limit is 8,000. Your utilization will go up because the calculations are recognizing that you have paid off 1,000. And so it will be dividing 8,000 by 3,000 and it will bring your utilization down. Does everybody understand that? I wanna make sure everybody understands that because there are a lot of people out here that do not know how it works and are just oblivious, don't check their credit, don't check their credit scores, don't know how to increase it. So I wanna make sure that you guys understand, avoid new loans. Guys, a lot of times we go out there, we get a, we get a car loan, maybe we get a new job. Let's just say I'm talking about Alyssa, that's my made up friend. She went out there, she got a new job and she's like, you know what? I want a new car. I got some new income. I'm going to get me a new car. And no oh, by the way, I think I'm going to get me a new house. When you do all that at one time, it crashes your credit score. Now, it, those are not bad things to do, but give it some time. Um, it takes a minute for your credit score to increase back to where it was. So buying a house is not a bad thing to do if you can if you can afford it, if you have that income. And buying a new car is not a bad thing to do if you can afford it, you have that income. But guys, don't do it all at one time unless you have the bandwidth to be able to do that. The next thing is to watch out for scams. We have um, We have something going on right now with Equifax and um, how um, they've let, I don't know, security breach or something, and, and all our stuff is out there for, for consumption. There's a lot of people that call, and, and I get a phone call almost every week with somebody telling me that they can help me with my credit cards. But you know what they do? They ask me for my credit card number. Do they think I'm that dumb? I'm not that dumb. I'm not going to give you my credit card number. Absolutely not. 
And um, one of me and my girlfriends was playing around at work one day, and one of them called, and we put them on loudspeaker, and we gave them a fake number. And they knew it was a fake number. They said, hey, I, I can't pull that credit card up. So they're smart enough to know that that's a fake number. And so we, we just told them, hey, um, we're, this, we're, we're playing a game. We're not going to give you our credit card number. But these people are super slick. And sometimes they'll call the right person that's a little bit gullible. Some of our um, older population may fall for it. Not sure. But make sure that you know, your parents know not to give out their credit card numbers to people online because that's exactly how they get them. And another thing, when you're at the gas station and you put your credit card or your debit card in there to get gas, I always tug on that little um, um, thing you slide your credit card into just to make sure it doesn't come off because people put Put readers on top of it. You don't even see it. You don't even know that it's a reader. And you slide your card in there and they got your information quick as day. Quick as day. And don't give your credit card information willy-nilly online. A lot of times I do PayPal so that I don't have to give my credit card number online. Um, people are really, really savvy and they know how to get your information now. They really do know how to dig and dig and dig and be able to get your information. So be very careful who you give your credit card information to. So that's number seven. Watch out for scams. And the the um, the eighth thing. So we've gone over eight things. The um, eighth thing that I'm going to talk about is ask for help. Ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to tell somebody, hey, I don't know how to fix this. I've gotten myself into a bind. I don't know how to fix it, guys. Everybody has done something um, that they're not proud of, made some purchases, not paid some bills. I raised my hand. I did it. I did it. And that's how I learned how to fix um, how to fix credit, how to um understand credit reports. I spent time doing it because I fixed my own stuff. I went out there and made some not so smart decisions in my younger life and I've had to deal with um, fixing that stuff. So nothing like I tell everybody else, nothing that I'm telling you right now, um, I haven't had to do before. So be, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to go out there and tell people, um, not tell people, but um, get some credit counseling. Like I said, I'm offering a free 20-minute discovery session to um, help you if you are in a um, place where you don't know where to go next or what to do. Um, you can message me or you can, uh, sorry, a message came up on my computer. You can um, message me or you can leave me a message right here. But don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help, especially somebody that can actually um, help you. One of the things I want to tell you, don't. There are a lot of people out here now with these credit repair companies that will tell you I can increase your credit score by 50 points in a month. Um. Okay, I'm not going to say that they can't because I'm not sure what they can do. But what I'm saying is I've not been able to do that. 
I've not been able, unless it's something that I can readily see that um, we can go ahead and knock off. Like for instance, late payments, when you have late payments on your credit score and it's, it'll stay on there for seven years, unless I, like I said, you talk to the credit company and um, it's something that they're willing to take off um, because you help them understand a hardship or something like that. But um, things like that, that you can quickly take off something that's been past seven years that just hasn't fallen off, they haven't taken it off. Those are things that you can readily um, get off of your credit report and it may increase your credit score. But people will sell you a bridge over Brooklyn and you'll be so excited and think that, oh, it's going to work. And then they'll come back to you and say, hey, I wasn't able to do exactly what I said I could do. And you've already paid them. So I don't promise people any specific time frame that I'm going to um, be able to to um, get stuff off of their credit report or help them to build their credit report. I try to set up a plan to help you understand. We review your credit report and help you understand what's on it and what we can do and, and steps that we can take to help you increase your credit score. So it's me working with you. It's not that I'm going to take it and just magically help, stuff, help you take stuff off your credit report. It doesn't work like that. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. I have some questions. Hey, Auntie. Um, what about when banks send you letters saying you are pre-approved? Example, Capital One has sent me a letter in the past two weeks and I throw them away. Now, banks are going to send you um, letters saying that you're pre-approved. And you may be pre-approved. They have a, they have what's called um, a soft check that they do on your credit report, so they can go out there and see if you are, if, if they want to loan you, if they want to give you a credit card, or even if they want to loan you money. How many people believe, remember back in the day when you used to get live checks in the mail? If anybody remember that, put a one. I know I remember it used to get a live check in the mail. And then when you take it to the bank and deposit, it became a loan. So people used to send stuff. They don't do that anymore. I haven't seen any, but they used to do that. Now they send you pre-approved. Um, hey, Eric, um, pre-approved. Um, they used to send credit cards in the mail too. Yep, they used to send credit cards in the mail, but now they send you pre-approved letters say you are pre-approved. Now, if, let me say this. And when I say bandwidth, if you have the ability um, and you want another credit card, I can't tell you that you should not or what you cannot do. But if you don't and it's just another credit card, the six credit card, eight credit cards you have and you just love cards and you know you're going to go out there and spend more money, don't do it. Don't do it. And a lot of times, I don't know if anyone has gone through a bankruptcy. I have not. Um, but what I do know is that once you go through that bankruptcy and you're cleared, you're going to get all kinds of stuff coming at you. You'll get all kinds of letters, all kinds of pre-approvements. I mean, your slate is wiped clean and they want to just dump on the debt. But what, what they don't tell you is that they're going to give you, I mean, they've gone out there and they've kind of gotten a look at what your credit report looks like. So they're going to give you the credit, but they're going to give you a 25% interest rate. 
And who wants that? Nobody wants that. So um, just be careful. Be really, really, really careful with those pre-approved credit cards. Um, make sure you understand what you're signing up for. Make sure you understand what type of interest rate that they're offering you. Make sure you can handle it. Make sure you can pay for it. Because um, like I said, when you get that credit card, you want to make sure that you pay it on time, as well as any other types of bills that you have. You want to make sure that you pay it on time. And another trick to the trade, hey, Mr. Sellers, another trick to the trade is take that payment. So let's say you owe, and we brought up Capital One. So let's say you owe Capital One and you pay them $50 a month. What you can do is pay, split that $50 up and pay them twice a month. Pay them $25 at the beginning of the month and pay them $25 at the end of the month. Long as it's, long as you make that payment, um, well, let me back up. Let's say your due date is on the 30th. Pay them $25 at the beginning of the month and $25 before the 30th. So that's two payments. And and I hate to call it tricking the system, but the the credit reporting companies, they, re, they will report your um, credit at a certain point. So if you know that um, we, if you paid it on the 30th and they report on the 15th, then they are not grabbing that payment. So it's not decreasing the amount of debt that you have out there. But if you pay on the 15th, they'll grab that. It decreased, I mean, however small it is, it'll build up. But however small it is, they'll they'll grab that and they'll see that you made that payment versus if you wait to the 30th and make one payment, they don't see that you made that payment yet. So that month, they're still reporting that amount of debt. And I use that small amount, but it could be $500 and you pay $250 the beginning of the month, you pay $250 at the end of the month. I know that's a lot, people think. $500? Who's making $500 payments? There are people who make $500 payments because they have these credit cards with the rewards on it and they pay, they put everything, groceries, everything on there so they can get the rewards and then they just pay it off at the end of the month. Um, I don't have a problem with that as long as you can do that. Don't put everything on there if you know at the end of the month you're not going to be able to pay it. Are there any other questions? Um, I'm going to go over it again for those people who jumped online. Um, I gave eight um, tips to um, start increasing your credit. Number one being, um, guys, I'm looking over to the side because I have my notes. Like I said, I always have notes for you guys. I don't want to forget anything that I'm telling you or that I want to tell you. So number one was to check your credit report. And I put a link in the comments to annualcreditreport.com. You wanna get your free credit report every year. Check it, make sure you know what's on your credit report. Like I said, you may think everything is great and you may look on there and somebody has opened up a credit card in your name and you don't even know it. Second thing is pay those bills on time. Pay those bills on time. If you have a hardship, call the credit company or call whomever you owe the bill to, utilities, all of them, it all works the same, and let them know, hey, I'm having a hardship. They will give you an extension unless you call every month and say you have a hardship. But um, call them 
A lot of people don't know that. Call them. See what they say. It does not hurt to ask. If you know that you won't be able to make that payment by that date, call them and say, hey, I, I can't make the payment by that date. Can I have an extension? They'll give you an extension. And because they're giving you an extension, it won't hit your credit report as a late payment. But make sure you pay it. If you can pay it on time, pay those bills on time. I put notes on my phone, my um, reminders, because I got a lot of things going on. So I put reminders on, hey, your credit card bill is due. And I also set up automatic payments. So my main credit card that I use, um, I pay it off every month. I have an automatic payment because I know I'm only going to put a certain amount of money on that credit card every month because I want the rewards. So I have an automatic payment set up coming from my bank account every month. And I go in and check it to make sure um, that I need to pay that amount and I may adjust it. But I have it go every month so it'll be easy for me to remember. The um, third thing is to pay down your debt. Um, if possible, if you can, I know some people can't, but if you can, pay more than the minimum because minimums will only get you more interest and you'll be paying and paying and paying about it. Time you finish, you'll be done pay more interest than ever. Um, number four, keep your balances low. We talked about utilization and how to look at utilization and paying um, your credit cards off twice a month using that um, one amount that you would pay. If you were going to pay $200, pay it twice a month, pay 100 and 100 as long as you pay it before your due date. The key is you want to get that um, credit company to report. If you pay, if you miss when they report, if they report on the 15th and you don't pay your that credit card until or those bills until um, the end of the month, it won't get reported until the next month when they come back and catch it. But if you pay it twice a month, they may be able to catch that first payment if they report on the 15th. Um, don't close out any old accounts, guys. Those old accounts hold credit limits, and those are dollars that can help you with your utilization. So, And, and also, I made the mistake. I'm going to tell you a mistake I made. When I was in college, my first credit card was Citibank. And I got a $500 um, credit limit. I ain't had no job. I had financial aid. I didn't have a job, but they gave me a $500 credit limit. And um, I started, and, and the more you spend and you pay it off, they increase your credit limit. They'll increase your credit limit. So they kept increasing my credit limit. I kept, you know, buying more stuff. I was in college. Hey, I, you know, I wanted some jeans. I wanted to put it on a credit card. I, it, it really wasn't a big deal to me then. And I would pay it off when I could and when I couldn't. I, you know, I just didn't pay it. Well, um, once I got older, more mature, and I knew that, hey, you need to start getting, getting ahead of the stuff and paying off these um, credit card bills on time. I started understanding the benefit of paying off my bills, which I should have before. But, hey, I was young. Um, what I did was when I got to a point where I had paid it off because it had been such a struggle for me, um, I closed down the credit card. Because I didn't want it anymore. Well, one thing that factors into your credit score is your length of history that you have with credit cards. And that was my longest 
um, that credit card held the most history for me. Remember, I said I got it when I, I probably was a sophomore in college. So I closed down that card and there went my history. So be careful when you're closing down these cards. I know if you go through bankruptcy and things like that, then they, they may make you close the cards. I understand that. But once you pay off a credit card, don't feel the need to close it. Just don't spend anything on it. Leave it there because one, it holds um, credit uh, dollars that can be associated with your utilization. Um, free and clear, you don't owe anything on it. And it also holds your history, your length of history with that particular credit card. Avoid new loans if you can, watch out for scams and ask for help if you need it. Well, this has been Fee and I hope that I've been able to help someone rock their credit. You can find my book, Rock Your Money, on Amazon. Check you later. Peace and blessings. We are here to inspire her. The total woman. Yay.